1: Now
4: greetings and salutations loyal viewers of this channel my name is sean and today we're going to talk about the target closures across this country and how they are in large major liberal cities that have gone soft on shoplifting and yes how theft is driving these locations out of business but before we get into that i want to say thank you to everybody who signed up over an actualjusticewarrior.com slash join
0: give me the money give you give me the money Okay?
4: And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform.
0: Target announced that it will close nine of its stores, including the one on 117th Street in Harlem. The stores will shutter for good on October 21st.
4: Now, whenever we hear about store closures due to the spike in retail theft, you will always undoubtedly have people on the left trying to deflect, trying to deny, trying to pretend this away and say it's due to other factors. And let's be clear. Sure, there are other factors that are probably leading to the stores closing right now. But to be clear theft is obviously the deciding factor. They're talking in this specific segment about a store in Harlem, which is on the island of Manhattan in New York City. And as I've shown on this channel a bunch of different times, the retail theft in New York City is off the charts. It's up 77% since the Black Lives Matter riot. And as you can see by this chart, there was no such dramatic increase in retail theft during the 2008 Great Recession, because we still had in Enforcement of these laws that prevented it I spoken about at length on this channel about how 327 people are responsible for 30% of the shoplifting arrests totaling about 6,000 arrests and among this group of people you have people released same day automatically due to bail reform who go and steal from another store and get arrested the same day and released again and steal again but to the point about other factors being the cause like higher rents which by the way was was always true in new york was always true in san francisco was always true in a bunch of these major left-wing cities or higher interest rates making the cost of borrowing high sure those play a role but the stores that are being closed in particular are the ones that also have higher rates of theft you might be able to tolerate higher rates of theft if you don't have to deal with the price of money going up you might be under the impression that at some point it will turn around while money is cheap so you're willing to take a those losses in the short term in the hopes that it will straighten itself out in the long term but again in this kind of environment where people are shifting more towards e-commerce they're buying more things online where money is more expensive so financing the losses in these stores is growing more and more expensive obviously you're going to have to cut your losses and what you're going to target is the stores that aren't profitable and the stores that aren't profitable the most are the ones with the highest rates of theft I mean again I've spoken about this repeatedly, these kind of big box stores depend on selling you a lot of volume at low profit margins. And when you have elevated levels of theft, there is no way for them to function properly. There.
5: I just come out of there. I got me some eggs, some bananas, some avocados. Anthony uses it for his groceries, and David is here for a birthday present. I just want to lose something for my for my son, who's his birthday today.
4: Again, look at who is being affected by this. Look at the people who shop at this store, who rely on it for inexpensive groceries and how they are the ones who are going to be at a major loss when this location decides to close down, which is October 21st of this year. By the way, this is ahead of the holiday season where most stores expect their sales to go up dramatically. Yet the theft is so outrageous. It's so out of control. They can't even make it that long and close after the new year like you would expect.
5: Countless residents in East Harlem rely on this target on East 117th Street. But now Target says it's closing the store in a matter of weeks, citing rampant shoplifting that threatens the safety of employees and customers.
4: So the threats to the employees and the customers are 100% real. If somebody gets injured on the job at Target. That creates additional costs for them in the liability issues that are created. And considering New York City and New York State as a whole don't prosecute shoplifters, they don't hold these people for any reasonable amount of time. There's no deterrence for those actions. The chances of these encounters going bad, when there's consistently more and more of them each and every day is going to lead eventually to this having significant economic costs to these individuals that work in the store and to target as a company and by the way i don't know if you guys noticed this but i certainly did This Target is in an overall larger complex. You see the signs for the Aldi, the Marshalls, Burlington, all these other stores. Well, they're all likely to go out of business as well because Target is what is drawing a lot of people in because it's a one stop shop. And when people are in the area, they tend to go to other places. So not only are we going to see the Target shut down and the people who work at this Target either lose their jobs or have to commute further to another store, we're going to see the people who are used to shopping at Target have to figure out another option for how they're going to get their groceries and their other goods that are available there. But also, all of these other stores in this complex are going to likely face new hardships based on the fact that you're having reduced foot traffic, so there isn't that big magnet to draw people to this area. Now, by the way, I know people are going to say Target is a woke corporation. They've embraced the wokeness. If you remember, they hired somebody to make the store in Minneapolis look a lot more representative of the community with all these civil rights signs after the Black Lives Matter riots, but I will say, even the person they hired to do the design, the black artist, said, that they should probably put in some kind of shutters or something like that because the theft is out of control in minneapolis so even though target you might have your issues with them the fact of the matter is these people are hurting because of it it doesn't have to be this way and all these other stores are going to be negatively impacted due to this fact and remember even though this is harlem unlike in chicago where these neighborhoods voted overwhelmingly for brandon johnson the softest on crime candidate these people actually voted for eric adams because he was the only one in the democratic party promising to do something about crime so they actually voted for tough on crime they're not getting it
0: they come here they steal they steal they steal and i told them they heard in the neighborhood
4: so they're interviewing this woman who's worked at this target since 2010 since it opened 13 years she's been at this company it's probably local to her area and you can hear the distress and the upset in her voice and by the way i hear this i think about this and it makes me think of brianna joy gray talking about how oh well maybe the cities would be better without targets without any of these retail stores anyway
0: it is a hellscape that's created in part because the only people who can afford property in these locations you've seen it every downtown is now just a collection of cvs's and banks And they're all in the beautiful old buildings that used to be libraries and
4: because they're big stores, and honestly, it's ruining the look of the city because Brianna Joy Gray doesn't have to work at Target, she doesn't have to shop at Target, and she doesn't give a damn about the people who were impacted by this. This
5: woman has worked at this Target location since it opened in 2010. She asked not to be identified, but shared with us her frustration with shoplifters who often come in mobs, emptying shelves.
4: I also want to take note of the fact that the reporter is making one of the most uncomfortable faces as this woman
0: yells they thought they was being smart and everything running in running out just disrespectful to this store you understand what i'm saying just just they just disrespected the store to the time now there's not going to be no more target now what they're going to do now what's going to happen to this neighborhood
4: but her passion is well warranted again she doesn't know what's going to happen to her job she doesn't know what's going to happen to the neighborhood but we know based on history that it's not good we know that not just this target but the other stores in the area are likely to be closed that's going to create blight, that's going to
2: out. No
1: fighterflare.com. flare.com.
4: To make the city look significantly worse and it's driving these people into poverty because even if target closes and the people who are able to get groceries from there now end up finding an alternative chances are if they're going to have to pay for transportation to that alternative that's going to cost them money so you're just raising the cost for people who are not doing that well in the city of new york in order to obtain the groceries that they were getting for reasonable prices over at target along with the other goods that they sell. Again, this is a perfect example of how the crime is driving people into poverty, not the other way around. And yet the crime deniers out there, the people who want to say that all criminals are Aladdin, are in denial of this.
5: Surveillance videos like these routinely show brazen levels of criminal activity. Shoplifting on a large scale has become a national crisis, costing retailers over $112
4: billion in losses last year, according to a National Retail Federation survey. Now, I do want to point out that the National Retailers Survey actually covers shrinkage, which is not completely contained by shoplifting. That can be stuff being stolen by employees. That can be items that are damaged that never make it out to the customer or all the other ways items could be lost. But more crucially, prior to 2019, the shrinkage levels were somewhere in and around the range of 60 billion. So that included shoplifting within that 60 billion. And now it's exploded to 112 billion. And that is largely due to shoplifting. So we have a significant amount of merchandise being lost to these thefts. And it's way more significant than it was back in 2019 when we had sensible laws in the city of New York pre the Black Lives Matter riots.
5: Target's East Harlem store is one of nine locations. It's closing nationwide, all for the same reason. Other locations include San Francisco, Portland and Seattle.
0: We may see other stores closing locations, too, specifically in those big metro areas where, you know, the cost of rent is high, so it's really making a bigger impact on those stores.
4: Now, if you've been following my channel for any length of time, you will be unsurprised by those locations. However, I do want to point out that one of the other excuses that many on the left wing use for the closure of big box stores is that competition is just so fierce that they can't stand it. Again, this is the tactic of the crime denialist, because we all know from my previous coverage that a bunch of those city locations, ended up having walmart which is the direct competitor to target that has storefronts close as well in those areas so you would think that would draw more business toward the targets that remained But what's actually happening is the theft is now being more and more focused on Target, and that is leading to the closures. And again, these places close. They don't get any new tenants because why would you want to operate a business in here? There's only a certain amount of businesses that can actually fill such a gigantic space. That leads to a blighted neighborhood. And little by little, we start to see the foundations of urban decay take root and start to destroy the community. This is all coming from the theft, you can address it again look at the new york city numbers it is undeniable that theft is out of control in retail and it does not have to be this way and it's not because they're all innocent poor aladdin's that have just fallen on tough times cbs the right age they're closing these guys are shoplifting nothing right, and it's, it's horrible. Again, to my point about this supposedly being due to just competition, you have CVS, Rite Aid, all these other stores are closing in the area at the same time, which would lead a logical person who's actually in search of a solution to believe that theft. This chart right here is playing the key factor it is the key role but the thing is people would rather be in denial about it they would rather pretend it away they would rather blame anything and everything but the thieves because in reality these people don't care about the workers at these places they're anti-capitalists and they're pro-criminal they'd rather side with the criminal than the victims and it is not just limited to retail theft
5: not only is there a cost to this neighborhood but this impacts all of the employees who work at this location target says they're going to try to absorb everybody into other target stores
4: now look target's saying they're trying to absorb people into other stores but if you're local to this area if you're used to your commute to this particular target that does not mean that you will be without hardship even if you're transferred to another location a longer commute Spending more money on that commute, and in reality, there are only going to be so many employees that can be moved to the closer target source. So a lot of these people are either gonna lose their jobs, be displaced, and eventually Target is going to lay off staffers because they don't understaff all of their stores to the point where they're in need of these people being transferred from these other locations. So a lot of these people are going to lose their jobs. There's gonna be a lot of pain that is endured because of this and it all could have been prevented if we just prosecuted retail theft like we did back before the black lives matter riots again it is not insane to say that if we want results pre-2020 we should go back to the laws and the enforcement that existed Pre 2020,
5: residents here have some choice advice for shoplifters:
4: get a job. You know, her saying "get a job" just makes me laugh because, in reality, this is one of the great splits in the United States of America. And I believe, and I forgot the author who came up with this term. This is a perfect example of luxury beliefs in effect. This woman right here, who's reliant on the target, she can't afford to have the luxury belief that all criminals are Aladdin. Compare and contrast that to somebody like Emma Vigland, who grew up rich, silver spoon, born on third base, who says that the people stealing from these stores are just the most desperate, the saddest sacks, the bestest Aladdins in the whole world. And it worked, is because the philosophy behind mass incarceration is pretty simple. What you're trying to do is incapacitate criminals because the same criminals are often reoffending. You brought up shoplifting earlier. You can actually pull up an article to find out that the same 300 people in New York City represent a third of the shoplifting arrests total for a single year.
0: Probably because they're this is incredibly because they're impoverished defenders. and they need to find a way to actually sustain their livelihoods in this country.
4: And it's nobody's fault when we know full and well that Emma Viglin would never step foot in a target and would never step foot in a target even east harlem if we're being perfectly honest she is a whole foods trader joe's girl all the way probably gets that delivered directly because she doesn't want to go out with the plebs because that's how emma viglin rolls we also have brianna joy gray another person successful in the media with the luxury belief that the cities would be better off if they didn't have targets and cvs's and all of this because honestly she doesn't like the aesthetic of that
0: well it is a hellscape that's created in part because the only- people who can afford property in these locations. You've seen it. Every downtown is now just a collection of CVSs and banks. And they're all in the beautiful old buildings that used to be libraries and
4: she doesn't like the aesthetic of where these people shop, of where these people work, of the thing that is drawing people into the other stores in this area that helps support the community, because she has adopted those luxury beliefs that she does not have to pay the consequences for. So yeah, it's a complete and other disaster. It is pathetic that we've gotten to this point, and it's even more pathetic that we know how to solve these problems. This has been addressed in the past in this nation. Enforcing laws against shoplifters is common sense, yet people refuse to do it because they'd rather excuse the criminal than protect the law-abiding citizen. They would rather destroy these neighborhoods than actually hold somebody accountable for their own actions rather than blaming the systemic systems or the systemic structures. But hey, those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like the video, shown by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on all my social medias, support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about targets closing and the devastating impact on the neighborhoods that they're in till next time
1: now